Thank you. Good, I'm good, thank you. All two seconds. We're recording already. Okay, cool. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> are you at home or are you out on a walk? Um, we are actually out in Bristol for the day, so we are just um, wandering by the harbour side, enjoying the sunshine, actually. Oh, that's nice. Well, it'll probably be about 10 minutes if you've got the time, so oh, I won't take fine, up too yeah. much of your time. How's your day no, going? No yeah, it's been good, thank you. Um, we we well, we treated ourselves to a, a Toby Carvery breakfast this morning. Oh my god, really? <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Carvery um, breakfast. What do they do? Oh well, it, it was just like it's just like a buffet full English breakfast. So oh. all the like sausages, beans, eggs, all those kind of bits. Oh my god, so that was nice. That sounds and, so good. You know, the best bit about it only costs five pounds per person. Really? What was that yeah. a deal? No, that was just like the standard price for it. So a tenner oh, for a fat breakfast. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, that's so um, good. So how's um, your Saturday been so far? It's been good, thank you. We've um, recorded part one of our podcast. Cool. And obviously we're recording we're part, now part two, two now. Yeah, oh yeah, Freddie's here. Freddie hasn't said hello yet. Yeah, sorry. Well, <laughs> Hi, I'm aware that I'm, I'm going to have to shout for Lucy to hear me. But, um, okay. Do close my mic. So. <laughs> That's fine. I, I can just about hear you in the background. We're, we've come to a quite quiet area now, so I'll let Kirby lead this. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we've just been... I mean, do you want to introduce yourself to the podcast? And who okay, you are? So, Right, okay, so hello viewers, well listeners, because <laughs> yeah. you're not viewers, but you know, hello viewers is my opening statement. Um, <laughs> I'm Lucy, and I happen to be the first person that messaged the magic word goat at the end of the first <laughs> podcast episode, which meant I won the competition to come and speak. Exactly. So, competition. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, pick it up, come on. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been listening to Kirby and Freddie's podcast since the first episode came out and I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. it. So yeah, Aww, here I am. Cute. And Lucy, who are you to me and Freddie? Okay, so um, for all you listeners who don't know, Kirby has a lovely brother called Connor <laughs> and I am Connor's girlfriend. <laughs> so Connor is here with me. Is he allowed to say hello to the listeners quickly? He's allowed to say hello. Okay, I'll just pass you over. Okay. Hello, I'm Connor. <laughs> <laughs> and who are you? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just I'm just Connor. I'm, I'm Kirby's. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm Kirby's sister. <laughs> I nearly said Kirby's sister. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, we thought for Lucy's time. I don't know if Lucy's listening. Um on the pod we would talk a bit because we've obviously we talk about loads of different topics um we thought we would talk about self-care and self-care and what you do for self-care i mean you could both be involved if you want but this is lucy's time to shine um and how important you find self-care for yourself Okay, well, let me just put you on speaker and I'll just relay that information to Lucy. But okay, cool. With, self, with self-care, well, well, we go on days out to Bristol, which you're, you're actually ruining at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Lucy, yeah. they want to hear about what you do for self-care. 
what I do for self-care. Okay, I'm just going to take you back off speaker because I feel like it might be a bit noisy otherwise. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, what do I do for self-care? Um, so for me, I think kind of just keeping active makes me feel happy inside and yeah. I find that's good for my mental health. So I do quite a lot of walking. Yeah. Um, but in like other types of self-care that aren't kind of moving, mm-hmm. I do like to have like a nice face wash or face mask or something like yeah. before bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find that pretty nice and kind of just, it sounds really silly, but just moisturising your body yeah. before you get into bed. And Fully. You just feel nice and smooth and then yeah. reading a book really. That's yeah. literally, I knew yours would be similar to mine because I I feel like my self-care routine I mean there's there are loads of things that I would count as my self-care but I would honestly like having a really nice shower washing my hair feeling really clean moisturizing my whole body and like just feeling nice and fresh that is like if what if I if I do all of those steps I feel like really good and I feel more kind of calm and ready to do whatever the day wants me to do or yeah, whatever I think yeah just looking after your body does just make you feel really calm and relaxed and yeah. makes you feel good in yourself because you know yeah. looking after your body is a good thing isn't it um, yeah and so 100%. yeah you can feel bad when they're looking after themselves yeah exactly and we like me and Freddie have had a conversation recently um when we kind of I suppose bad habits are like um inevitable but um yeah. when when we kind of carry them on day to day it can sometimes be kind of weigh your body down and eventually you kind of you start listening to your body and you know that your body needs you to kind of pick up more of the good habits and yeah get fresh yeah, air and all of these things so. yeah I have a story from um in the week which I think you'll probably appreciate go for um, it so as you know I like to do the cross trainer after mm-hmm. work three times a week mm-hmm. um and context to the story last Sunday Connor and I played football in the park near us yeah um and obviously I'm not any stretch by the imagination any kind of footballer um and so by Monday and Tuesday I was still just aching terribly mm. and anyway um normally like for me I'm quite strict with my exercise regime and so I got on the cross trainer as usual after work and like I normally do 40 minutes yeah um, and I've got to 10 and I was like oh my gosh my my legs are just hurting so much yeah. And so I actually, and this is this is something very new for me, something that I've like only recently kind of started doing. Yeah. I actually like listened to my body and I thought, you know, my legs are really hurting, my muscles ache. Yeah. Instead of just pushing myself for the sake of it, I yeah. actually got off and I went back in. Yeah. And Connor said, oh, you're done already. And I said, no, I'm, I'm not doing it anymore tonight. I did 15 minutes and it hurt too much. Yeah. And I just gave up. And I think for me, that's like a massive improvement because before I, I used to just push myself to anything because I had to do yeah. it, you know. But actually, I've listened to my body. It makes you feel good. Completely. And like, I'm glad you said that because... Um, I know you've been watching the Wim Hof. I don't know if you finished the Wim Hof series. I, I know Lisa. <laughs> I loved that program. It's so inspirational. I know Lisa can't hear me very well, but I'm just yeah. It made me think of the Freddie's when just talking two seconds. <laughs> when Patrice, <laughs> when Patrice Evra want, uh, was swimming um, under the ice, and he yeah, was like, yeah. that was his same thing. He was like, yeah. no, I'm not going to do it. And same with I think Alfie Burr had a couple of moments where he was like that as well. So yeah, yeah. Did you hear that, Lucy? Um, I, I heard fragmented sections of it. So basically, it was just basically on Wim Hof, um, on the Iceman, if any of the viewers have watched it on, I don't know, Channel 4? I don't know. BBC. BBC. I think it's on BBC, yeah. Yeah. 
um it's i mean it it's super good i guess it depends on like the celebrities and stuff i'd like to see another bunch to be honest i'd like to see like normal people do it more so than celebrities yeah, personally said, yeah. yeah um because i do feel this isn't slating them it was still like very fun to watch and we did watch the whole thing it's very cool but um I think celebrities are naturally going to perform a little bit more, whereas normal people, I think, would just be a bit more kind of true to it. I, I did like it, yeah. but I think it would be different. Yeah, I think in um, in my opinion, like, I think all of the celebrities, they were kind of very well screened and selected. So they all had, like, a yeah. lot of trauma from their past to kind yeah. of, yeah. like, not get over, but kind of process in their mind. I feel yeah. like the experiment was heightened because they had bad things to remember and bring up by it so it'd yeah. be nice to see how just uh, yeah. an everyday person that perhaps doesn't have such traumatic events in their past just to see if they can still how reap they. the same kind of rewards from yeah it. yeah that's a really good point yeah it'd be nice to see if kind of if somebody goes in there who maybe has I don't know had therapy or like feels like they have worked through any trauma they might have had already or they don't feel that they've had massive things happen in their life if they kind of feel that they can still get something big from it or if they still find that through like the uh, meditation sessions and stuff if they like a lot of the celebrities were quite emotional which I really liked seeing I thought that was really like powerful but I'd like to see if yeah maybe others would feel that way but I wanted to say through the um you know yeah like Freddie mentioned Patrice when he went under the water um and he sort of said this is like um I don't want to do this and that for him was worth doing more so than doing it just for the sake of it so I think that that kind of yeah, um is like it's with nice to see how they all responded to different things in their own ways yeah completely and like with you on the cross trainer if you like naturally have quite a strict regime for yourself and you feel that what you like your exercise routine and everything is best for you and your body that's great but I think it's even better for those times where you're feeling a bit low or you just you're not quite it's not quite feeling right or you're in pain it's good to just say actually my body's telling me something else now even though that's usually good for me right now it's not I think that's a really strong thing to do and I think particularly, especially seeing Patrice of the Wimpod programme, I think I think for him, his challenge was more kind of to learn to say no to things as well. And I think mm. watching him, I think, I don't know if you've seen the episode, one of the end mm. ones where they have to swim under the ice. And yeah. he, at, at the start, he kind of looked so inspired like to do it. And then he mm. got in and he couldn't do it. And I think I was kind of like, wow, he's, he's learned to say no and listen to his yeah. mind and his body. And I think... You know, everyone should do it. Yeah. 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 No, that's no. It is. It is. You should be proud of yourself because I think sometimes it's harder. um, Obviously, depending on the person and depending on what it is, but when it's something that's such a part of your routine, um, I can see how like it would be quite hard to be like step outside of the routine when you're in such a flow. But I guess if your body's kind of telling you, hang on, slow down a second, it's it's more important to listen to that and then get back to it when you actually feel ready for it. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing. I think two days later, I I went on again and just managed to do my normal 40-minute session and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And so it was almost like, in a way, my body was thanking me for saying no that first time by rewarding me with a really good session when I did it next. Yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel like that with a lot of things, like with singing as well. If I like overdo it, I feel like, or like social media, if I spend way too much time on it, if I just take a, like a little break, um, I did it at the start of this year and I wanted it again. I took a break from s- social media for like 
five days or six days and I like completely I like deleted the apps off of my phone in January um and I just felt like god I need to do this every month because it was like so when I was back on it I felt so much more positive towards it because it wasn't like toxic because I wasn't on it all the time I think that's the thing with with things like social media if they're there you people just kind of tend to feel moments of time in their day by just scrolling but the the kind of not with any aim or purpose it's just like mindless scrolling and I think instead of just doing that like if you're I don't know you've got to wait for a bus for five minutes or something if you actually just stand there and appreciate what's around you and look around I feel like you get so much more from it instead of just staring at your phone screen definitely and I'm sure like yeah well like you just said basically me and Freddie have said recently that um we often find that people just can't be oh what's that noise (laughs) um people just can't be bored now like we just as as humans we're just either on our phones or like we have to be doing something and even if yeah someone's popping in the toilet we just like pick up our phone or we can't just kind of sit for a minute it's so sad isn't it it really is it's it's unhealthy it it, is yeah but um i think we all need to be perhaps a bit more like older generations in our family where they don't have like they're not influenced yeah. by technology 24 7 it's not so much a, a massive part of their life definitely and when we do use our phones and social media I think just trying to use it for um the good parts of it and trying to take any positive like positivity out of it as we can because obviously it can be like toxic and not always positive like I I find it quite toxic sometimes but um I think it's just the same thing as listening to your body when you feel that actually what you're looking at isn't making you feel good about yourself it's time to like take a break definitely yeah and I think um with social media so quite recently actually I had a massive kind of filter through of the people I was following and just kind of creating it much more of a positive space and and like making sure that the only content I see is something that I want to see and like it doesn't make me feel down you know yeah completely yeah and for me like that really helps with like because I did that a while ago I still do it now I still feel it through all the time um and obviously I like I like following like other you know people like um singers and musicians and blah 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 but I also like a lot of the body positivity pages and the the pages that that are are really kind of just positive about themselves and people because I think we often if we're feeling negative about ourselves it can like project on social media so when people are happy with themselves and put it out there on social media that makes me feel really comfortable with myself as well yeah definitely there's um two body positivity body positivity two influences that I particularly like um, I don't know if you follow them um, Alex Light and Anne Clarkson I just love everything they do so much and I think they really put positive messages out there yeah I think I think I either follow them I've definitely heard of them before but um yeah no I love those kind of accounts that are just really open and people who just break taboos as well I feel like obviously some people don't want to talk about everything online I totally get that but I think just being that little bit more open just makes feel people who are on social media who come to your page feel that bit more kind of safe and comfortable and they're in a just in a nice place yeah and I think for some people they just they need someone that's more in the public eye to speak about something maybe taboo and then it makes them feel more comfortable to 
deal with something kind yeah. of on the same subject that they're going through yeah it kind of makes you feel less alone like other people are going through this too it's just people might not speak about it all the time so when someone does talk about it it makes you realize that okay I am normal I'm going yeah, through that's like exactly it. it makes you realize you're normal whether yeah. you're like you're not weird or, or yeah weird things are not happening to you like you're completely fine yeah yeah basically we've had a really lovely conversation I feel like we could it's been like 16 minutes I feel like we could talk for another half an hour I know well as you know as as an avid listener you know that we talk about lots <laughs> lots of things but um we'd love to have you on again we're in person sometime in the summer um definitely come yeah, round nice. and we can we can film a longer podcast and yeah maybe talk about some different music and stuff like that as well Oh, perfect. That'd be lovely. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, Lucy, for coming on. I hope the viewers enjoy. Well, viewers, listeners enjoyed. I'm sure they did. <laughs> Have oh, you got no, any last you. words? <laughs> oh, I was just going to say thank you, Kirby and Freddie, for having me on. It's been lovely to be your first guest. And I, oh. I'm sorry if I've kind of just uh, ram-raged and talked over you. <laughs> no. It's really hard to hear on the phone. We're on so this bench at the moment, and there's quite a lot of skateboards circling around. So. <laughs> I'm kind of we're by a cathedral so yeah it's been a bit it's been a bit difficult to hear so I hope it just doesn't sound like I've just spoken over you loads no it's no you've been you've been great and next time when you're in person Freddie (laughs) Freddie will be more involved but he's just (laughs) wanted to kind of let us let us have a chat basically (laughs) yeah we'll speak to you soon have a lovely evening Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday too. Thank you. Love Thanks you. Bye. 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 Cute. There we go. <sighs> I was focusing so much on having Lucy like speak into the microphone that yeah. I wasn't fully relaxed, but um, that was cute. That's nice. I'm gonna have a sip of my bubble tea. Right. What were your thoughts on that convo? Yeah, I know it's interesting. Um, Sorry, you couldn't say too much. I know. But... I had, yeah too far away but um but we knew it was a a short thing just for now so yeah um no you kind of like said what i was thinking really when you were saying about um like the boredom thing Mm. like yeah we just like we're like averse to being bored uh in the Mm. modern world and we like as soon as something's a little bit boring like like you said like like someone goes to the toilet or like you know Mm. if you're at like a restaurant and then like someone goes to the toilet like oh look at my phone Mm. or on the tube or at any point, if it's just like... Sorry, just quickly. I really hope they can't hear me eating my tapioca balls. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> um, and, but yeah, there's something really nice about just like being a bit bored sometimes and just waiting around and looking at the sky or like people watching or whatever. And just, and I think like <clears throat> it's an aid to creativity as well because it like it allows your mind to like wander and to like think about different things whereas if you're like constantly stimulated and like constantly uh reading or or watching things like on online your brain never has a moment to like think about its own thoughts if that makes sense yeah um if you're a creative person then i suppose you know if you have like an output for your creativity then you you will have moments where you're like doing that creative thing you know mm. like, i'm gonna draw this thing now i'm gonna like yeah. i'm gonna write this song now or whatever but that's gonna be kind of limited to those moments and uh and if you're not 
you don't have like a big creative output but just you know just people in general who you know it's still nice to like mm-hmm. have different thoughts and just had to come up with little different ideas and yeah being bored being bored's important being bored's really important growing up just to add to that i um i mean i did this like i wasn't even like a child a child i did this from when i was a child but i've done this as an adult um i not so much now because i actually have shit to do but um i used to just get my laptop out and just like open up word because i didn't want to just like sit and look at the wall if I wasn't like doing anything for an hour or it was in the evening I was waiting for dinner to be cooked or whatever um I yeah I would just like open word and I just start typing stuff and sometimes Mm. it would be like a story yeah yeah and I would just but I would feel so like random I would literally be like why am I doing this I'm not doing this for anything nobody's asked me to do it because it's not schoolwork it's not you know it's not like Mm anything it's not even that I pardon me this is like something I do it's um yeah I used Mm. to do that a lot and like I I also when I was a child um it's got my parents computer in their bedroom and I there was this app app or like something something on desktop yeah but like yeah um and you could go on. It was some wizard something. And you could go on and it was like, you could type out like dear diaries and like notes on there. Mm. I would use it as a little did it. <laughs> dear diary thing. Um, there were other functions on there. I think you could do a few other things. There might have been a game or something on there. It's really weird. But um, yeah, and I used to like, because it was like on an application website whatever it is it wasn't just like on word or something um it like took ages to load and as like a kid I didn't hadn't ever like been on a computer much other than in my parents bedroom on something like that um yeah and like YouTube was new at that time mm. for me anyway um yeah it, it felt very like I can write all my like dear diaries here no one will ever see it because it's through this like I don't know this hole on this computer. Yeah. Um, I sound really old. <laughs> no, no, it's interesting. But do you know what I mean? It's so like, and it also makes me think, God, how things have changed in like yeah. ten. Well, yeah. no, m- more than ten years. Yeah. Microsoft have probably got all your dear diaries stored somewhere. I know. Um, yeah, I wait. Think... Who owns Microsoft? Jeff. Oh uh, no, not Jeff. Not Jeff. Um, so his fucking name, Bill. Bill Gates. Um. <gasps> He knows. He knows. He knows what's going on in your <laughs> mind. Um, I think we, like me and you and people our age, mm-hmm. really were kind of quite like an interesting um, point in time, really, where where the internet was starting to come in and mm-hmm. computers and stuff. Like we had technology, mm. but social media and the internet as it exists now didn't it wasn't there so it's like a really yeah like we had like a a big like gray computer it's so funny how it quickly changes we had this big gray computer that was like uh for a long time it was in the living room next to the phone because you had to plug it into like the phone uh main like phone connection thing to get the in your childhood home yeah in the telly room yeah um to get the um yeah the internet was like through the landline some mm. yeah and um yeah and it was really slow and it like yeah you'd like turn it on and 
um we yeah you just have like word or i mean i bit older you maybe i'd play like runescape or yeah gone like club penguin or something like that but yeah i had moshy monsters yeah um what was the other but that was new that was a little bit older yeah and there were like other websites and all of those like um all of those like stupid websites that now would just be like i suppose it'd just be apps or i don't know what like i used to literally type in hardest game in the world yeah. easiest game in the world and also for anyone who's watching this stardoll Stardoll was it i used to like if i was on the laptop this was as like a a child like a young teenager like 12 i don't know um i found that i actually i kind of carried on doing younger things past my friends mm. but i wouldn't kind of be like that around them but when i like came home from school i'd be like oh what I'm is so- what stardoll Stardust like a dress up game online. Right. You're like dressing up this like, f- yeah, figure, mm. mannequin, whatever online. Mm. But you could do everything. It was so fun. And there were there was another website as well. But it was like different people and clothing sets and whatever, different designs. Um, I loved it so much. Mm. Um, and there were other websites. There was the Barbie website, which was kind of version of that. But I preferred Stardust. Um and I mean there were loads of stuff like that yeah. but I loved it and I, like I would come home and like I probably stopped playing with brats and stuff like a year or two later than my friends did mm. like brats and barbies but I didn't really see it and even still I'm like I think it's because internet came more like snapchat came in and all these things that it seems like playing with dolls or do, like playing star doll was like really babyish people would say babyish all the time yeah. but um it's a doll it's not like you know yeah i was like <laughs> i was 13 i i was just like yeah i don't know it sounds old now and i'm sure like most 13 year olds wouldn't do that now but it was all these apps and everything and social media was so new that i was just like i'm like still it was a weird in between. It was like, a really weird, yeah. I've got social media and I'm I'm this like, yeah, teenager. But like, you know? Mm. I can remember loads of those little weird little websites and like, uh, they like those quizzes that would be like, mm. uh, who you're going to marry and like, mm. um, personality quizzes and like. But like famous people. Because um, there were those as well. I can't remember. I don't know how it worked. I just remember putting in. I can't remember, but like, yeah, it was just all these stupid little websites and and some of it was like quite cool. Like they were quite cool games like yeah. that I, like me and my brother would play on the computer. Like literally just the two of us sat at this big desktop computer like playing mm-hmm. um, games and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was a weird, like there was MSN Messenger mm-hmm. when we were kind of, I was a bit younger and then Facebook, but it was very, very new and like, mm. I didn't, not, I don't know. We were like too young to be on it really. Mm-hmm. Um, but people did use it. Mm. But again, like you could only access it sat, do you know what I mean? Like if you, you'd have to like sit at the computer, mm. like downstairs in your house. It wasn't like kids now, they have Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, Everything's Facebook, so much more everything. <clears throat> It's on their phone. Like most teenagers now, I'm guessing, like have their own phone. Yeah, 
They, but but I know, but like that wasn't normal. Like I didn't have as a teenager. <clears throat> I had a phone when I was like right, 10. sure, but it was like didn't do anything. It was just like a I had snake like a flip on it. phone. Yeah, it just had snake and text. But like teenagers now can access anything. I mean, I don't I don't know what the like average is or like what parents do nowadays, but. Uh, I suppose most teenagers start wanting like their independence and stuff at like 12, 13. So I'd imagine that mm. the kind of time that teenagers are getting smartphones now is like that same similar age, like 12, 13. And so they have access to all this stuff like TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram. But it's like 24-7. They can access it whenever, mm. like t- like all time of day, every day of the week, in their bedroom, like locked away their parents don't know what they're doing so it must be like a really weird time to be a kid now and a really weird time to be a parent now. i would because i mean <laughs> i didn't have a great time with social media when it came in when it when it came in um even when i was at school yeah like in secondary school you know it was still you know um kind of easy to have a hard time with it um but now how far it's gone already in like what not even 10 years um for these different social media apps and stuff uh i wouldn't want to be 15 years old now it's crazy and even like i don't know i just i just think first of all it's like hugely addictive yeah and second of all i i spent a lot of my teenagers in my bedroom like i don't and i regret it Mm. because i mean i had some issues um i think to be honest i think teenager being a teenager is hard you know no not in the same way as being an adult obviously you're i mean for some teenagers it will be different depending on your you know, home situation and family situation and stuff. But um, I'm going to say most teenagers um, won't have the same responsibilities as a lot of adults, most adults. Um, and I feel that some adults would be offended by people who are like, teenagers have it hard. Um, because, yeah, most of them are going to be living at home, having their dinner paid, uh, dinner paid for, dinner made, and like, mm. you know, they don't have to pay anything and whatever. But it's hard it it, school is hard and i'm sure it's always been hard for like lots of you know all generations right but it's in a different way for different reasons um and i do i had a lot of fun at school for the most part but um it's not easy Mm. just like the clicks and like it's hard being a teenager full stop it's hard being an adult growing up and life's hard but and it's hard as an adult with social media and stuff it's still like you know you have to like watch it you don't want to be on it all the time and whatever like you were talking about lucy like Mm. but yeah i just think being a teenager now with all of that going on must be crazy like when i think of like like we had snapchat Mm. we couldn't really do much like you could just send each other photos like it wasn't Mm. I mean, there was, yeah, there's safeguarding issues around there and that and stuff. But uh, Facebook, people would just message. And then there's like, um, 
yeah instagram was like coming in but again it was like very new it was like the it wasn't um it wasn't slick like now it's like so quick and slick mm-hmm. and like the algorithms and the way that the platforms are designed is like mm-hmm. so the designers know a lot more about like how to make it addictive mm-hmm. back then they were kind of shit like they're a bit clunky and they weren't mm-hmm. like designed brilliantly they were just like new and um yeah yeah so it's, it, but it's weird that like when i think I, when i was like 10 there was basically no social media not as we know it now there might have been like online there was like facebook and bebo and stuff but no one really used it and no one really knew what it was it wasn't like widespread like it is now and i had like a flip phone and like everyone i knew had a flip phone even older teenagers would have just had flip phones like no one really had smartphones in like 2000, even if you were cool. 2009 2010 it wasn't like if you had an adult and you had money you might have a smartphone but generally speaking people didn't but mm. and then literally within five years so by the time i was 15 their snapchat instagram facebook all the rest of it smartphones like i it's like the iphone what was it when i was 15 probably like the iphone 6 or whatever has like come out and it's like this completely changed yeah. everything and then now kids <clears throat> kids now who are like no, 10 when you were 15 the six months probably five, like five yeah yeah and then now kids who are like 10 11 now just starting secondary school or even younger mm. and all this shit's out there and and know, access to the internet so so quick and so easy it's difficult it's because and we're only 22 and it's like it's too fast paced i think is the yeah. well yeah i guess the main issue like i'm not saying oh yeah if it's all to happen if it's all to happen as it is but if it was at like half speed <laughs> or something you know if it if it took a lot longer to get to this place or whatever, then um, what are you doing? I'm trying to get in the rest of my bubble tea. Huh? I'm trying to get into the rest of my bubble tea. Ah, oh. is that my str- is my that plastic? S- yeah. Oh, I thought it was paper. That's really shit. It's kind of hard to get in the bottom of it. Hmm. I was going to interrupt myself. What's your beverage? Our beverage earlier was oh, yeah. a herbal tea. Well, and I think I mentioned last I'm week, sticking to herbal tea. Oh, yeah. Our beverage is last week. Yeah. Yeah, for the listeners, it's been a week. For us, it's been about an hour. Mm. Um, but we did, on our break, we had lunch. I had a pizza. What did you have? Some leftover pasta, which was not very nice. Offensive to the cook. Um, yeah, it got all hard and weird. And the spinach was like mouldy. We've got bubble tea. Yeah. Um, it's from Cup in Camden. Oh, it's so sweet. I know. Freddie got cow's milk. No, I didn't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> better not. Freddie's be. taste of cow's milk, like mega. But he's in so he's going to tell himself his oat's milk. It's milk. Um, I got a right. I've never had it, but I've seen everywhere. Because it's like the new thing. Brown sugar. Uh, what's it called? Brown milk sugar cake. milk tea. I've seen the brown sugar coffee. Shaken brown sugar espresso. Starbucks or whatever. Sorry, I'm burping way too much. Um, but yeah. From Cup. It's bougie. We usually go to T4. Um, A bit more down market. Yeah. But it's the same price. Yeah. 
like the exact same price. Um, whereas the cup Perhaps just got is, a massive interior. Yeah, it's well, it's just bougie. Feels bougie. Um, it's nice. Mm. I like it. I got oh yeah, and I got it with oolong tea, which is horrible. No, I like it. And oat milk and tapioca pearls. Thank you very much. I got the same, but without the oolong. And I got it. I got large. Yeah. Hang on. And also, tip, which I'm going to do in a second. Um, Wait till you're like, how full would you say my cup is? About 20%. Uh, oh my God, no, it's not. Like a quarter. Oh my God, that's 25% different. <laughs> um. Mm, yeah. Add more milk. Because like the flavour... Especially if it's super sweet. Um, yeah. Okay. Add more milk what you at home. And you make more of a drink. Make more out of it. Um, what was I saying? Uh, you were talking about okay. social it was media? Half yeah. speed. Oh, yeah. Social media and iPhones. Because iPhones come out of a new phone like every year, don't they? Which is silly. How many are there? 13. But that doesn't include, like, the 5C and, like, the S's and stuff. There's all extras in between. There must be, like, 50 different iPhones. Nah. Yeah. Like, 30. Um. Yeah. Um. If it was, like, half speed, I don't think it would be as big an issue. Because it would still happen. Um. But we wouldn't have to, like be on top of it i feel like we have to especially young adults even i feel old sometimes i mean how bad am i with technology freddie mm. i think it's just a habit and like in your ho it's not that bad i just think like when you get up in the morning for example mm. sometimes you'll just spend the f- the first hour of your day on tiktok i don't mean that Oh, I mean, how bad am I with technology? Like, I'm I'm a young person. I am oh. classed as a young person, but like, how bad am I oh with technology? Oh my God, oh, you're terrible. You, can't do <laughs> you don't know how to like open a file. No, I know how to open a file. I'm just, I don't know where I save things. I'm like, where is that document? And I've got like 10, actually recently, on, no, I have organised my um, computer because that's it was not, getting too difficult. That's not to do with technology. That's just your organisation skills. Which I've sorted. There's no right way of having your folders. That's just you not having your folders in order. I need to go put more milk in this. Do you want to pause or do you want to carry on? Okay. How are you going to put more milk in it? Put it in the hole. Whoa. Whoa, man. So, it sounds so much different when my headphones are off. It's like awkward. Um, carry on with what I was saying. I'll be back. Um, well, you were saying that if you... Uh, technology was done at half speed then <clears throat> it might not be as bad but yeah i don't know i suppose that's true but also i don't know i just think the ubiquity and the the widespreadness of the what, the what? <sighs> yeah get over it don't ask me to tell you what it means okay. do you know what it means mm. I think it means widespreadity. That's why I said widespreadity afterwards. Um, 
<laughs> I'm going to use a big word and then I'm going to pretend like I know what it means. But no one's going to ask me what it means, so I don't need to know what it means. Okay. That's what Freddie does. Well done, well done. I think the... Just, yeah, it's just everywhere. And I feel lucky that we grew up before that really, like, clocked in. I mean, I know that, like, there were still... There was still definitely issues with social media and things kind of when we were at school. Mm. But it can't be as bad as it is now. Although saying that, maybe there's more kind of awareness of it. And like, um, I'm talking about kind of uh, exploitation of children and Mm. bullying and things like this, right? Oh my God, yeah. And... So maybe in a way, actually, we were, it was a weird time for us as well because it was like so brand new. There wasn't even teachers and parents and whatever didn't even really know what could happen on the internet. It was like, because it was so new. I mean, it had been around, and the internet was obviously invented like mm. in the 90s or whatever, but kind of like more widespread use of the internet and like people having computers in their homes and like children being able to access the internet was pretty pretty brand new when we were at that age like eight nine ten like that's when it really started to like Mm. kick off so no one really knew what kind of trouble you could get into on the internet whereas i suppose now it's a bit more like there's a bit more awareness and like people do know Mm. uh how to be safe on the internet i would hope a bit more than they did when we were at school i don't know well i think like teachers and whatever they must there must be a bit more like kind of knowledge on, on like how to keep children safe on the internet whereas I, it was such a new thing back then I don't know but it's still um but even if with that knowledge obviously education helps education always helps right but um kids are still kids and teenagers are still on it like there are young children on it like even when I'm scrolling through tiktok like not really on my for you for for your for you page, but like I have seen kids on these apps, like kids, and I'm just like, and I don't want to just point the finger at the parent because I feel like is that just rude, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. Do you know what I mean? And I said this before. I'm not a parent, so commenting on parenting is like a bit, you know, I'm not a parent, but um. I'm like, oh, that's dangerous. I'm nearly, I'm a, I'm a nearly 23-year-old woman. And I am like, I can barely cope and barely keep up. And like, it can be mm. so toxic and so like, yeah. So for like literal eight-year-olds to be scrolling through, I'm just like, God knows what you're looking at. Mm. God knows what you're seeing on the internet. Because there's there's hardly any filter you can do so much on it and it's scary and in the past like parents had to worry about the things that they learned to worry about when they grew up right and Mm. they would just pass that on to their children you know like just how to stay safe basically like when you're out the house when you're in a public place or when you know when you're out with your mates or whatever like just how to be safe Mm. Uh, but things didn't really change an awful lot. Mm. There might have been slight changes in like urbanization and like 
cities growing and stuff and maybe there would be like mm. some more like different kind of dangers associated with that but um generally speaking a parent with children in the 80s similar things to worry about mm-hmm. as a parent with children in the 60s like it's not mm-hmm. gonna have been that drastically different but now i feel like by the Things time moved so by quickly. the time we have kids it'll be like oh my god i'll be like i don't i have no idea what they need to be be aware of i don't like it was bad when we were young and i mean let alone. obviously i guess there'd be like books you can read and like groups you can be involved with and like people doing research on this stuff and like making keep, keeping children safe but yeah. It, yeah if you was a parent now i'd just be like it's not even the same i can't even like i can't even really how am i meant to know how am i meant to keep them safe i don't know what i don't know what the um i don't know what the, that world looks like and when you as a parent aren't on the same things as well like yeah a lot of parents aren't going to be um on tiktok and stuff yeah so I guess if you're not actually doing it yourself and looking at it yourself. But then I also get, as a teenager, good or bad, whatever it is, there's just a certain level. Like, even now, I... I mean, not you. I don't care when you go on my phone. But, like, if someone were to, like, be on my phone, I'm just like, there's literally nothing on there. But, like, it's just a certain level of privacy that I'm like, do you know what I mean? And it would really depend because there's literally nothing on my phone. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's just a certain level of like, oh, but I know it, it's mine. And like, I don't know. And I kind of had that feeling growing up as well, whether it was good or bad, whether you have, you know, as as a child or a teenager, especially with all these apps and these messaging services and whatever, I get that you do want a certain level of privacy, especially from your parents, which is mm. probably why, you know, kids and teenagers spend so much time in their bedrooms and stuff. But um, I also think, I don't know. But it's different when having... But when there's, it could potentially like be dangerous. They it's want, like, yeah, it's like a teenager want, might want privacy, mm. but at the same time, they have access to everything that exists on the planet. It's yeah. like a completely mental thing to happen, really. Like, and none of us have privacy anyway. Yeah, that's true. If but it's like, on the internet, it will stay there. Yeah. It might not ever come back out again. It might be in a black hole somewhere. But it'll be there. But it will be there. And I think you've got to be. At, you've got to find peace with what you put on the, out on the internet. You've got to and find you, peace with it that, because it it won't go. We know that now, but I don't know if that was really like no. thought about. God no. God no. Back then. No. When I was a kid, oh my god, you just think things are so easily removable yeah. or like... We didn't understand the internet. Like, we were using it and we didn't understand what it was. And my parents didn't understand what it was. Mm. Like, everyone I knew and whatever in my life would use the internet, mm. not really knowing how the fuck it works or what it is or anything. Yeah. But I feel like now there's a bit more of like an understanding, at least I feel like there is, of like what it is and... How to how to be safe and stuff? Because you have to just you can't. I feel but like you say that, but not to be really like like depressing. But um, no one's safe. No, no. But on the internet, I feel like when we were kids, there was just the assumption that it was kind of the same as real life, and you could say things 
uh, and kind of just interact with people as if they were all just like kids in the playground. Mm. Uh, yeah. But it's not. It's very much like a public place. Mm. There's no, nothing on the internet's private, really. And like, I don't know. You can, you, if you're a kid, you can like say something in a room. Mm. And then it's just gone. I mean, not even a kid. Anyone can just say something in a room, and then it's gone. It's like no mm. one can like bring that back into existence. It, it only even ever, if someone was like, only, you yeah. did say that, or if they were like, yeah, it only ever exists in that room when you said it. But like putting something out on the internet, it's there forever. And uh, yeah, I don't think like we understood that. We don't understand what what it was. Continue with what you were saying. That's fine. What were you saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. You You're giving me the silent thing. treatment on a podcast, which doesn't quite work. But it's just funny because you like... You like look at me as if to say, say something. <laughs> but like, just say it. No, it's... That's fine. Okay. No, um, anyway. no, yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Shall we, um, <laughs> talk about the songs? Oh, I had something else to talk about. Okay. Oh, I just wanted to say, actually, something I thought of. I, what? <laughs> I, um, I feel, I'm grateful. I feel lucky that we grew up. Yeah, sorry for complaining for the past fucking no. hour. <laughs> I feel lucky that we grew up at that kind of turning point, or just before it, because I still have really nice memories of... Being a kid. Being a kid and, like, riding my bike and playing outside and, like, climbing trees and just doing shit. And I'm not saying children don't do that now, but I just feel like there'd be... Less of it. Less of it and just much more of a kind of um, culture in teenagers of let's just sit in our rooms and look at our iPads or whatever. And that was around when we were growing up, but yeah, it wasn't as strong and it wasn't as like present. So I just think, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that um, I still got to experience a world where the internet wasn't as kind of um, plugged into us all the time. But we weren't as plugged into the internet. Mm-hmm. What time do we start? Quarter to four. So we've got another 35 minutes. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about, not in like too much detail, but the uh, quiz that we did yesterday. Okay. But do you want to do the music first? Yeah. Okay. So Freddie gave me the song... Silly love songs. Silly love songs. That's not how it goes. It just go like that. Silly love song. Okay. Mm. Um <laughs> by Things. By Wings. Um basically Pill and Carney in band. Yeah. <laughs> uh First of all, we know my love, my love, 
for Paul McCartney, for PM. What's his middle name? Uh, Is this going to ruin it for me? I think his middle name is Paul. No, it's not. Because <laughs> his real name's James. Oh, yeah, that, no, that's true. I think it's James Paul. Okay, McCartney. I was going to say Paul Paul. No, it's not Paul Paul, it's James Paul. Okay, yeah, no, that's right. I actually know that. Um, I wonder if anyone still calls him James. No. I was going to say his parents, but he is in his 80. It's like 80, isn't he? His, well, his mum died when he was um, like 13 or something. And his right. dad died when he was in his 20s. <clears throat> but Paul was in his 20s, not his dad. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. I, I've known this song for years. When right. did, what year did it come out? Uh, I want to say 77, maybe. Oh, shit. Start playing the other podcast episode from last week. Um, if you've been listening to it in your own time. I just like checking what, what it sounds like to make sure the sound quality is. Right. Top producer over here. <laughs> I just typed in Willie Love Songs. <laughs> you don't, you can't make that up. You can't make that up. You don't get better than that. Willie Love Songs. Brilliant. Did you do that on purpose? No, it was an accident. Are you sure? Yeah. 76. 76 streams? That's shit. Jokes. 1976. Um, okay. Yeah, I I knew this song. Because when you played it, when I played it yesterday, um, the first, like, 10 seconds, whatever it is, 20 seconds, I was like... There's a bit of an intro, isn't there? Yeah, I was like, mm, I don't know what this is. And then... Um, it got into it like the first like beat or whatever i was like ah this song <laughs> i know this and then you just can't help but bop to it it's a f- yeah Carry on. it's a bop um so oh, i can't play it i want to like play little bits on here and you just can be, play like, little this bits. bit yeah you can play do you know bits. what i mean be fine um probably this mm. is where podcast says taken down yeah the first bit's like this. Which I was like... like a little uh, train. Sorry? Choo-choo train. It's cool, but I just didn't recognise the song. But I think it, if it just started, like if you if you play like the when it kicked in. No, like the, the, when it actually kicked in. What, like before that? Yeah. Hang on. Oh, fucking Jesus wept. <laughs> Like if and you, you instantly are like, yeah, it's a bop. if if you just if it just came in with that bass at the start, yeah, I don't think it'd be as like satisfying. But because you've got that like you've got those two bars <laughs> where it's just like boom ching, boom ching, boom. It's like yeah. it's a really like sparse arrangement. Yeah, and then it comes in boom, dum 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 dum. It's like really uh, yeah. Well, that's sick. the main. Okay, Freddie, I'm sure would agree. He, you notice bass. Even if the bass is so low-key and quiet and, like, so in the background or whatever, even if there's no bass, which, I mean, there's always bass, right? But, um, <laughs> there's always bass. <laughs> there's always bass. But um, you, 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 listen, hi- you hear the it. bass. You listen to the... Yeah, you listen for the bass. Um, I... You don't have to do that on this song because it's so, like... Boom, 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 boom. It's so like yeah, yeah, yeah. clear, yeah. and for someone who doesn't instantly listen to the bass, yeah. 
I'm like, what's he saying? What's the story? What's the intention? Um, yeah, it's so cool. Let me just hang on. Oh, I mean, obviously I love all of it. Yeah. It's just such a bop. It makes me smile. Do you know why? It's because it reminds me of my dad. Really? I don't know if my dad would have played this song because I don't think he was out. He, mm. I, in like wings or I don't ever my yeah, family weren't think, really into the Beatles I don't think I think it's one of those it was very it was very popular when it came out I think because mm. it was like because um, just as a bit of background I've been reading the um, yeah. his book there were a lot of people at the time saying uh, that kind of all these silly love songs it's like not real music mm. I think John was like slagging off Paul saying like Paul keeps writing all these silly love songs and they don't like, whereas John was writing about like, you know, his addiction or like, you know, like what he thought would be like proper rock and roll and whatever. Uh, and so Paul was like, well, hang on a minute. They're not just silly love songs. Like love is actually important. It's like important. Yeah. And I think, what's the lyric like? Um, I love you. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just a tribute to like love and love, love songs because yeah. it's like, they're not just silly love songs. It's like, they're fucking, that's like the that's most the important. the beauty of the world. Yeah, that's the most important thing like that you could write about is like <clears> love. Uh, it's, just it's just because a fucking good song as well. There, so are, like, there are bad love songs. Yeah. And I think they just, yeah, like a love songs are great because they're so popular and common and some of them are really bad. Um, it like doesn't shine a very good light on love songs. But um it reminds me of my dad because I'm not saying I don't don't know I think it was quite popular so maybe he would have known it it's just like a pop pop song it's like the same time and it's probably very different no one like you know be upset with me but um my dad liked Barry White and like um There's a man that I'm thinking of. What's his name? Do you know who I'm on about? Paul Simon. Yeah, Paul Bill, Simon. Bill Withers. Mm, I don't... Actually. Is it going to like funk or like... Yeah, or like groove. Yeah, like um, Bill, Bill Withers. Um, <laughs> Anton Powers. Oh my God, that's funny. Um... <clears throat> Shalimar, Sister Sledge, Freddie Jackson. What's how do you pronounce this name? Sorry. This Lionel. Lionel Richie. Lionel. Oh okay. My God. Sorry, sorry. Lionel Richie. Um, Lionel. Mainly, mainly like Paul Simon and Barry White. It just reminds me of that kind of vibe. Right. Um, and that's why it makes me think of it because when I when the song's playing, that's why I like, just groove so much because I just think of like summer um, in my, I was going to say the street name, not that it matters, um, in my childhood home. And, oh, it just, I don't know, it just makes me feel really warm and like smiley and it's like summer and the barbecue's on and it's really nice. Let me just um, play a tiny bit. It's, yeah, <laughs> I'm scared to play any more than that. Yeah, no. But um, please listen to it. And if you're having a barbecue this summer, guys, put it on. Put it on. Put it playlist. on. But you have to put it on like loud and like really groove to it. And you're re- you're really helping out a small artist. 
by a supporting <laughs> a small indie artist. Yeah. Put him on your playlists. Tell him. Tell yeah. your friends about it. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. The the bass. The bass is cool. The it. concept of it, just like the fact that he's doing it to basically basically prove a point, yeah. and his voice is lovely in it. And yeah, I feel like. I'm not very technical with these reviews, but I just, it's nice. Yeah. I like it. It's groovy. And I want to make my own. I have loads of playlists. I think most of them are private because I don't want people to judge me. But um, I think I'm going to make make a good summer playlist this year. And that, that one there is the best one on there. <laughs> it's just so good. It's a bop. I love Paul. If I met him, I would literally be like, I'd literally flirt with him. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Freddie. <laughs> don't tell Freddie. <laughs> I don't think you'd even mind. I think you'd flirt with I him think, too. Yeah. I think I'd, we'd be we'd be competing for his the attention. Same, the same man. Yeah. Yeah, and we'd both accept it as well. Anyway, so, so Paul, if you're listening, which he probably is, hit me up. Uh, yeah, love it. Please listen to it. Um, over to you. Good tune. Um, so Kobe gave me Mariner's apartment complex. We keep saying Mariner's complex, complex apartment. apartment. It's just so complex. Like, so you go, you go in understand. the door and it's like, whoa, man, this is my apartment. I can't it's handle just... it. Um, by Lana Del Rey. So... I'm not sure. I've only I've only listened to it twice, to be fair. Um, I'm not a huge fan, in general, if I'm being completely honest. Of the artist or the song? The artist, and the song. Why? I don't find the melodies very good. I find it a little bit like. Mm. Um. I don't know if it, like, I mean, she's, like, really popular, so I can't really, like... Very popular. I can't really say it's bad, because, like, obviously loads of people like it. Can I just say? Yeah. Lana Del Rey, I know this is not... I actually, this is another huge conversation. I don't know if we'll have time for this today. But, like, followers compared to, like, engagement and people who actually listen to you and like you and popularity, like, all of it, none of it, it's all relative hmm. and you like numbers don't mean anything to me. Right. Right. Just saying. There's a big conversation there. Yeah. We'll probably have to come back to that. Okay. Um, but Lana Del Rey has 23 point, um, well, I'll just, I'll just say the whole number. I'm an adult. I can do it. 23,397,924 monthly listeners. So like roughly the same as this podcast. Right. Sure. Um, well, how many was it again? Sorry. Like the 23 short. mil. 23 mil. And then Wings has 4 mil. Mm-hmm. And then Paul McCartney has 10 mil. So she she does have quite a lot more. But I know it's relative. I'm just making a point. Yeah, She's popular. You've got to think about the demographic of people listening as well. Because like obviously if you've got a younger audience, they're more likely to have Spotify. Whereas like, listen to it Wings more. are going to have a much older audience. So they might have like, they're listening on like, you know, vinyl or whatever. I'd like um, to know, Mariner's Apartment Complex, how many Spotify streams it has. And I'm also going to quickly see if she wrote the song. Um, 
Cool. Yeah. Written, written by Jack Antonoff and Lana. Right. I um. I well. With so Polydor. I was going to say I really like the production. I really like the instrumental. So I guess that's Predos to Jack Antonoff, really. But um. Why? He's producer. He produces Claro. You know, he produces Claro. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the instrumentation and stuff. I just, yeah, I don't know. There's something about the melodies. It's just like a little bit... I want to say like ill thought through, which is probably like <laughs> really <laughs> offensive. But uh, I don't know. It doesn't really capture me. I'm not really sure what the like... I don't know. Do you listen to lyrics? I don't listen to anyone's lyrics. I literally don't. And you literally call yourself a songwriter? I literally... I literally don't. No, genuinely though. Because um, you're... You like... Yeah. I mean, I already knew this. It's not a shock. But like... I don't... Music... But I mean, if I What's just, music without its lyrics? I've only listened to it twice. I've got a... I know. No, like, the melody. I'm. I'm just mostly listening to the melody. And then once I've... Once I know that, then I might hear the lyrics a bit more. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's not for me is what I'm saying, really. It's not really my kind of, my cup of tea. Because I thought you'd really like the, um, with the melody, the, it's very low key. Hang on a second. Pardon me. Um, she's very like. Sorry, that sounds exactly like it. It's monotonous. It's a bit annoying because it went like, I'm your man. I'm your man. It's like, it's boring. I I ain't no candle in the wind. Yeah, I don't know. I I prefer things that are just more energetic, I suppose. But not... Doesn't mean I need... I don't... I like slow songs and stuff. I just... For me, right, I think this quite a lot. Music is about attitude. And it's like, what is the attitude behind the performance of that song, Mm. right? So a lot of like rock and roll, it's got that kind of like, big kind of like flamboyant, almost kind of like virgin on aggression. It's like passionate. Like rock and roll is like a passion, Mm. passion genre. And like, good rock and roll or good rock music is like very passionate and very like out there um and then like funky stuff is like or like rhythm and blues is about like the bop and like the movement and like the rhythm of it and stuff and like Mm -hmm. it makes you want to dance and stuff and then there's like soulful music which is like the emotion and it's like makes you want to cry and and so all these like different types of music i think have different attitudes behind them and different um it's like yeah, it's like looking at where the where the music's coming from, and I just can't really connect with where the music's coming from with her songs. It just feels like it's coming from like a really ethereal, like dreamy place. I think that's what people and like I, I about. I understand her. that that's probably the point, and that's why people like it. But for me, it's like boring because it's just like it. yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's coming from a place of like. A fairy kingdom. This, like fairy kingdom story. And I just find it, yeah, I just don't really connect with it. But but I think there are probably other songs of hers. She has 
so many songs like so many songs um a lot of them fit in that same bracket yeah um maybe other songs that didn't fit in that bracket but but there yeah. are there are some different songs but i think yeah across the board that is her style and yeah. i think it suits her very much her very much her very well um obviously uh, very much <laughs> but um that's fair enough yeah okay sorry to disappoint yeah I don't want to slag anyone off, but I mean, it's not actually done, isn't it? So. I don't think that's the reason why <laughs> you should slag someone off just in case they, just because they don't listen. But I know, but it's like, you know. Yeah. I think the point of this is that it's a review. I think to come on and say well, I'm just in my that shit no. is like just rude. If you're just saying it's not my cup of tea, yeah. I appreciate this, but I think. It's kind of fair. No, there's a reason. It's it's like it's very well produced, <clears throat> and I even think it's probably it is actually quite a good song. Like I think if someone covered it in a way that I enjoyed, I think I'd quite like electric guitar, like a yeah. Oh, and there is cool. there is electric there's electric guitar in it, and I quite liked I liked the electric guitar that is in but it. But leading with it as like more yeah, stand, or just stand out. If just if someone were to sing it, maybe like maybe a bit faster, or not. It doesn't necessarily need to be faster. Just if someone were to sing it with a bit more like grit maybe i would just maybe enjoy that more i don't know oh my god <laughs> possessed <laughs> I, I don't know what happened there yeah i don't know it's but just... you appreciate the popularity you like uh, yeah, you can yeah, understand yeah, yeah. her popularity it's a good song and i think it's very well done i just think the her attitude of the, the attitude of the performance isn't something i connect with mm. that's what i would say can i just say some of the lyrics yep that are I want to just very brief let's do a quick fire thoughts on the lyrics alright catch a wave and take in the sweetness I mean yeah I mean nice <laughs> I connect with that um I don't really know I mean I don't know why waves would be sweet but can't a girl just do the best she can yep she can um, your Venice bitch, your diehard, your weakness. Well, this is what I mean about like lyrics. Mm. Don't have to mean anything. Like that doesn't mean anything, but it works in the song. Well, it does mean something. What does it mean? Well, you have to ask Lana. Well, exactly. But it's not obvious. It's not like a story. But I think that's nice for people to... Well, I don't know. What about... Um, what about... I love you. I love you. Should we do a live session on here one day? Mm, that's probably for my music account. But about, I need to know, because here I go again. I love you. Yeah. Love isn't silly at all. <laughs> at all. What are you saying? We should do a live fucking what? Sorry, not to like rush things, but what time are we finishing this? Quarter past Can we move on? Because I'm bored. Yep. Can we just move on to the final little thing? Yep. The little quizzy quiz that we did yesterday. come in a minute. Boom, boom, boom. I feel like singing a little song. No, let's not do that. That's annoying. What are you going to say? What's singing a song? For a podcast, it's, yeah, it's annoying. 
ain't no candle in the wind. Uh, we did a quiz yesterday. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Go on. So the quiz is called Left or Right. <laughs> no, jokes. Jokey jokes. Um, the political org. Sorry, I'm in a fucking funny mood. It's now five o'clock. We started recording at like 12 or Whole something. day. It's just been podcasts. So, yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, our non-paid job is talking. Get over it. It's a job. <laughs> I'm going to offend people. Um, what? Okay. I don't know. People Boris, are just going to laugh Boris and be Johnson. like, that's not a job. And I'm going to be like, yeah, no. Um, Thepoliticalcompass.org, which is essentially um, answering questions um, on your social views, your economical views, and what other views are there? Just personal well, views, basically. So the, the reason they sort of set it up was like, society. people often think of it as like left and right politics. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But that kind of works on a economic scale of like, I guess, socialism versus capitalism. And that, yeah. that's like a left and right scale. But then there's also a social values scale on, on the other axis mm-hmm. um, of like libertarianism to authoritarianism. So, so it was... It's like a 3D model of your political... It's a grid. Yeah, it's, it, and it's a square. With it's, four other squares inside it. I, I'm i not going to lie. Colors. I kind of... I feel like most people do, so I'm not going to apologise for it. But, like, um, I have always just sort of seen politics as, like, left or right. I know it's on a scale. It's a spectrum. You're not either, like, left or right. I know that. I'm not fucking stupid. But, um, yeah. You're, like, somewhere on the scale from left to right. But I didn't really think too much about it. Um, and I kind of guessed where I would be, like how I feel. Not guessed, I obviously, you know. Mm. But um, we saw it. Who did it? Where did I see it? It was a Jubilee video. And uh, they, yeah. um, so they were like ranking themselves on the left to right. And then they do that quiz and then they. Yeah. Um, although in. Yeah, they were like guessing who's. They were all left. They all um, identified as lefties. But in but, um, that video, they only. Um, they only ran like at the end they, when they were like stood in the line. Hmm. That was only like left to right. They didn't. Um, they didn't like acknowledge the other axis of the no. the other scale. But um, yeah, they kind of ranked themselves uh, through different like statements and discussions, and then they kind of had to switch it up and like who they thought was like at the who was like the most left or something hmm. was like second to last, I think. And there were like six of them, six people. Hmm. Um, interesting i love jubilee videos they're really good i think they're well made i think they're really good and they're normal people it's not like a celebrity thing you know so much as like a celebrity thing i like that it's just normal people um but yeah and i was like i'm interested to do that because i would like to see from my answers there are like six six pages and probably like six questions per page or something um Six times six is thirty-six. Um, took about five minutes, and I was just interested to see, like, where is this going to put me? Because technically, it'll be right. But they did say they do like a disclaimer at the start of the quiz, saying some of the questions are very vague. You might be like, mm. 
Because it's strongly disagree, disagree. Agree. Strongly agree. Was there not a neutral? No. No. Agree. That's the thing as well, because some of them I was like, not neutral. I don't know if there are any that was neutral, but um, I think my answers were... Less strong. Less strong. Um, But I think that's based on knowledge. Some of them, I just kind of was like, well, I don't agree with that or I don't disagree with that, but um, I don't feel... And it makes a point of like not overthinking it. Yeah. Because obviously, if you're to think really deeply into it and you're like well in that situation or if like but what about if that happened you've just got to like read the question once just go with your gut yeah yeah unless you some of them are quite complex questions you have to think about it a bit to actually understand what they're asking but um yeah it's interesting um we probably shouldn't share our answers but (laughs) but um yeah it's just interesting i just wondered what your thoughts were on the grid and basically you can get a certificate after which I, which I have which i have shall we put it on my cv um just post that on instagram fuck it um what on the pod instagram yeah. oh my god this is not controversial it's just where you are everyone's on there somewhere i know where you are. i know and i'm like unless not- you're like literally next to like Hitler then then maybe there's issues but Hitler wasn't on there but if you were next to like Donald Trump then you should probably probably question your values um no I'm like happy where I was completely but I don't know I just it just feels risky politics Mm. is like a funny thing um well actually on that some of your family did it as well didn't they and we we were were actually all very close all of my family are in the exact same place as me um, I thought it's funny that Joe Biden was literally next to Donald Trump. He was a bit lower down the he's social a, he's scale. He's a little bit less authoritarian, yeah. but he was more like right wing economically. Mm. So that's just funny. Mm. And I they don't... were in the same grid. Like the, there are four different colors, and they were in the same mm. color. But yeah, he was more and I, I just, technically more right wing. Yeah. In a, yeah. And economically, like, economically speaking. speaking and like i'm guessing they know what they're talking about they obviously have done the research into like what policies Interview- those like, people yeah. have supported and like what they voted on and what they have said their opinion is on certain stuff so they've like been able to fit it out properly but then like or maybe those people have even done the quiz i don't know but like but people are like um joe biden and yeah. i'm not saying i know it's just like he's obviously like it was just one out of two people and people were like yeah. let's please be him and people knew what donald trump was like for trump was obviously was it for four years yeah um trump is so obviously I do get it. a sexist and a prick right and all the rest of it and racist <laughs> and whatever yeah but like if you're talking about policies and like actual political stances they're like basically the same in the same ballpark right mm. and it's just funny to me how I find it interesting. They present themselves differently. And it really is just the way the media like portrays it that Joe Biden has like saved I'm not going to politics is boring, but whatever. That Joe Biden is like this saving angel of mm. the world, right? And it's like but politically speaking, it's not nothing's really changed. Um so I, I found that interesting. I wouldn't have expected yeah. Joe Biden if you look at the way that he's presented in the media, you would not expect him to be 
where he is on that scale, but mm. he is up there, and it's like, well, I know. There we go. Same worrying. with Boris. Yeah, Boris was. Um, I think Boris was more um, economically. He was very far economically right. He was right. much lower. He was, more, he was quite more a bit lower. Yeah, but um, but still, still the up same, there, still in the still same, in the same color. Yeah. So, which I mean, isn't like massively surprising, really. No. But um, it's worrying that those are the people who are leaders. Mm. Those are the people in charge. I just um, think, well, what I said to you was well, like... But then, yeah, they are leaders because they have. But, yeah, well, we, we said like, I feel like a good leader wouldn't be a leader so that they can put into action their own personal belief of how the world should be. Mm. They should just be elected because they are honest and they look after people and they like listen to different people's opinions and then they don't have a big ego and they're not trying to like serve their own purpose they're they're, like genuinely just trying to do what's right for the people that they serve yeah and they don't necessarily even like really want to be there they just like they just were elected and so for the next few years or whatever they're gonna have to like do the best job that they can and to almost in a way put put aside their personal belief system on like, you know, wherever they personally fall on that. Because that's the thing, right? This Compass quiz, right, is for you as a person. Yeah. That's That's very different to uh, like a country, like how a country should be run. Which is really a country, like people within a nation are, are going to be all over the place. And that's fine. That's good. Yeah. People should be, people, individual people should be all over the scale in terms of like where they stand on things. But the point of it... Yeah, if everyone was the exact yeah, same. Yeah, it would just be mental. But the point of like being a leader, being a prime minister or whatever a country is to like listen to different people uh, and kind of just try and... Do good for the people. Do, do go like go the right direction for everyone. And regardless of whether you... What would you do if you if you did the quiz or whatever? Mm. Like, that's not, that's not relevant. It's just like what's the best for the people and uh and obviously obviously british politics isn't that anymore they're not doing it for the people they're doing it for whatever but uh profit yeah they're just and it's their own ego as well it's just like they just they have all these ideas and these big plans and they want to get in there and they want to do it and that's not the point that's not what it should be they should they should feel like it's their duty not not their right to Mm, do it mm. and um so yeah, that was like my main thought on it. Uh, but the questions, personally for me, not even just like, like, why did I do it? I mean, first of all, I just, I love a quiz. <laughs> yeah, me too. But um, honestly. Honestly. Love quizzes. But um, I like a quiz when it's not right or wrong. Although. That's why I like filling up my personal details. Cause it's like, little, little quiz. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know all the answers. Is my middle name? Um, I oh national insurance number. Love, <laughs> love this one. <laughs> yeah, can I remember it? Um, it's the questions weren't really what I thought they would be, mm. but um, they there's a good mix of questions in there, yeah. and I liked it for like self reflection. I just I don't know, just to be aware of yourself a bit and like, pardon me. I don't know, like, I'm happy with where I stand politically. I feel like I've got some good old morals and I feel that 
you know my ethics are in the right place and I'm I I know in myself that I'm a good person um but it was interesting after watching the Jubilee video like some of their views that they expressed I either really disagreed with or really agreed with Mm. um won't disclose I I found it interesting because I was like you're left-wing but you have that view why would you have that view and I guess I was just like growing up I've kind of been like I've just known left or right Mm. but when you get into it it's not it's really not like are you conservative or are you liberal it's like just not that black and white um which I like that's it's good and I don't think people people should be aware people shouldn't make you yeah it's not um it's not just like either or yeah are you this or that it's like well it's complex ask me yeah ask me a specific question about a specific issue yeah and I'll I'll tell you what I think about it um yeah but it was yeah the, the the questions got me thinking and yeah um and it's nice looking at the well it's good to look at the difference between the social um values and the economic values because it's so it's like the people versus higher above Mm. it felt like Mm. um and yeah I it was clear to me where my values are and it is basically uh supporting people and making sure that people are people power are living happy happily and healthily and safely but i think that's what most people want safely really even if they fail somewhere else on the scale it's like yeah totally but it's unless you're literally like if you're in power and your views are different it's it is different yeah it's how power operates isn't it it's not because most people are, are like good people and doesn't really matter their political views it's like they just want the best for everyone and no baby is born bad yeah. it's your surroundings and your influences and just the world around you and the people around you mm. so yeah i think it's probably best to leave it there but um i do recommend doing it yeah it's interesting. even it's not just about like yeah like why you know, I can yeah. imagine that a lot of people would be like, why does it really matter? I think it's just interesting to go through the questions and see what, for yourself, what your answer would be, mm. whatever the outcome is on the grid. Again, there's only so many questions and some of them are very vague, so it might not even be completely accurate. But um, I personally found it really interesting and I think it's good to self-reflect, self-reflect sometimes and check yourself and, Yeah. It was yeah. cool. So it's the political compass dot org. Um check it out. Yeah. Well, wow. We'll call it a day there then. That's in the part two. Part three coming jokes. No jokes jokes. Well, uh, there'll be the one next week, but next week there'll be a podcast, but it'll be we won't be recording it for like over a week's time. Yeah. We'll record we'll be in our new flat when we record that. Um just before, I feel like we should do like a question of the day or something. Something to end the podcast. Because at the end, we're always just like... Bang. Yeah, we don't know what to say. Do you have any questions for me? I'm just like throwing on you now. Um, <laughs> What's for dinner? Yeah. Are you making dinner? Uh, 
anything literally anything it can be silly it can be deep i just think it'd be interesting to leave on a little cue um most looking forward to in the next week okay should we have the same question each or shall i ask you something no, else? So you can finish your own question thanks <sighs> okay can it be the same question um most looking forward to in the week um I'm looking forward to moving in my new flat, thanks. I am. Yeah, I could go on because I'm really excited to move. But it's, um, yeah, um, moving to the new flat. What are you looking forward to <laughs> <laughs> next week? <laughs> no, um, what do you want for dinner? Honestly, that is the question I've got for you today. Pizza. Not happening. Bye. Lots of love. Have a great week. And also, don't forget to follow us at What Are Your Thoughts Poddy on Instagram and send us a message if you like this episode and let us know your thoughts, any of the things, any of the things that we discussed. Um, and if there's anything that you want us to talk about on the next episode, 100% let us know and we will do that. Stay safe. Have a beautiful day and life. Bye. Bye.